In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Blue Wire. The Denver Nuggets select Michael Porter Jr. But I'm going to make sure that this pick is this organization's best pick they've ever made. Forrest inside. Jokic, Hello and welcome in to a new episode of the Rocky Mountain Hoots podcast, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. As always, I am your host, TJ McBride. You can follow me, follow me on Twitter at TJ McBride NBA. I'm one of those dweebs with NBA in their pro or in their in their handle. But hey, you know what? We're gonna talk a lot of hoops, and that's what I do. So might as well have it in there. Um, this is gonna be a little bit of a different podcast. It's just gonna be me. I've had a lot of guests on recently, and it's gonna be a little bit quicker. I say that now, being that I haven't recorded the bulk of this podcast yet. But my plan overall is to talk about R.J. Hampton and the upside that he has, and the potential best case scenario for him as a part of the Denver Nuggets organization, not just this year, but years down the line. The reason I want to do this. One, it's Thanksgiving, and I don't want to go too crazy into anything too high frequency or overwhelming. And two, I think it's important for people to realize the magnitude of this pick and the potential that exists with this type of a selection at the 24th pick in the draft to get a guy like RJ Hampton. Because I feel like people might not necessarily understand the level that he can reach as an NBA player and what he can potentially add to this Denver Nuggets team and how perfectly it has the potential to fit. So, that's what we're going to get into. I want to talk about uh, I'm going to talk about his like elite skills. We'll talk about what allows him to be able to grow, what swing skills exist for him to be able to allow him to grow, um, the worrying aspects of his game, and also the best case scenario. Um, just a reminder as well, this podcast is brought to you by Indeed, who you are about to hear from here in the next 30 seconds or so, as well as Bet Online. Those are the two presenting sponsors of this podcast, and we cannot thank them enough here at the Blue Wire Podcast Network. In addition to that, a reminder to everybody, this podcast no longer exists on milehighsports.com. If you want to continue to listen to this podcast, but you've been listening to it through there, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever the hell you listen to podcasts and find the Rocky Mountain Hoops podcast there, because it will not be on Mile High Sports as it has not been on Mile High Sports going forward. So that's kind of my disclaimer. Let's get into this ad read about Indeed for all of your ability to look for people to hire for your jobs as well as everything else going on and then we will dive into RJ Hampton. So take our first quick break here and then we'll talk on the other end. (laughs) 
2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every single hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Let's just dive into this. RJ Hampton was the 24th pick for the Denver Nuggets in the 2020 NBA draft. He fell further than a lot of people thought he was going to fall, and the Denver Nuggets could not have been more excited about that. Um, At first, when they were first analyzing him as a potential draft pick, he was projected to go much higher. He was looked at as a lottery talent. At that range, there were some conflicting opinions in the Denver Nuggets front office about what he was going to be able to bring to the table for that kind of a draft pick, but when you start seeing him fall all the way to 24, it is just such an incredible value pick that it makes total sense that Denver would send a 2023 lottery-protected first-rounder, which stays lottery-protected for three years after, um, to be able to get a guy like RJ Hampton, who could fit so well with Denver. Let's just start out with who he is and the elite skills he already has. So, the size is going to be the biggest factor here. He is six foot six with a six nine wingspan and is a currently at 195 pounds. I would go out on a limb and say that he has eclipsed that 195 pound barrier and he is probably closer to 200, maybe 205 at this point. He has been working out quite a bit. He has gotten stronger and I fully expect him to continue to get stronger and to gain more and more muscle, which will be huge for him because he already has the length, the athleticism and the size overall, but that kind of strength will allow him to do so much more on both ends of the court, not just in terms of defense and being able to body guys up, but finishing at the rim and keeping his handle strong and things like that. Uh, The best example of this is Jamal Murray, actually. Jamal Murray, two years ago, just wasn't strong enough to be able to handle the kind of hits he was taking at the point of attack when he was the point guard. Being able to put on the muscle he did during the hiatus allowed him to keep his dribble alive and allowed him to handle the physicality at the rim and in terms of defenders fighting over screens in a way that he had not been able to. This is exactly the same circumstance for R.J. Hampton. If R.J. Hampton can add that extra muscle, that extra beef, that will go so far to impacting his game on every single level. So, 
He already is elite in terms of his overall size, but getting stronger and getting his weight up is going to be something that also needs to happen despite how elite his body already is. Uh, The next thing in terms of elite skills, other than his size, is his athletic ability. He has one of the quickest first steps in basketball already. He might come into the league a top five fastest player in basketball in the De'Aaron Fox, John Wall, Russell Westbrook type of uh, fashion, Zach Levine in the same vein. He is an absolute bullet in transition. The dude can grab and go like very few people can. And it's not just the speed. It's not just that he can get 94 feet and seemingly six strides, you know, five strides. It's that he is so quick in terms of moving laterally, changing speeds, changing direction, that he is able to make up for a lot of whatever miscues may exist offensively or defensively just by being so damn quick is that he can recover in that way very similar to um tory craig who was not an end-to-end demon in terms of speed but his quick twitch muscles were so good that even when he got blown by on the perimeter he was able to recover and block shots at the rim regularly so similar in that regard that he can just go from zero to 60 on a drop of a dime and that is something that is going to be incredibly helpful especially for the particular position that he's going to be playing with the Denver Nuggets at the shooting guard spot alongside two other primary scorers in Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray we'll get more into that in a second but let's just take a step back and continue talking about this athletic ability it's not just that he is incredibly agile going in terms of his in terms of his quickness going left and right up and down Um, it's also that he is just an explosive leaper one foot two foot left foot right foot it doesn't matter you can make a Dr. Seuss book about the damn jumping ability that this kid has and you can keep expanding on it and you'll never get to a point to where you're overrating it his athletic ability at his size at that position is so incredibly rare you just do not find it very often especially in a guy who has so many other skills as we're about to get to So his ability to get off the ground that quickly, that explosively and play above the rim, it allows him to be a more creative finisher around the rim, a guy who can be more effective around the rim. He should, in theory, draw more fouls than the less athletic counterparts that play similarly, and hopefully it means that he is going to be able to provide a lot of disruption defensively on or off the ball. So that leaping ability, that explosiveness, that athleticism is really the the defining trait outside of his overall size and his body that makes him such a tantalizing prospect at the NBA level. But this is where it gets exciting, and I think this is where teams really missed on RJ Hampton and why he fell. In my opinion, he has a very strong foundation of skills. That does not mean they're refined or NBA-ready. All four of these skills I'm about to talk about are not NBA-ready and are not refined. The reason that I say strong foundation is that this is not somebody you need to fix his bad habits. It's not somebody where you need to completely alter the shooting mechanics or completely work on trying to get their handle lower, or finding new ways to help them finish at the rim and working with them on finishing at the rim. That kind of stuff, it takes years to be able to fully ingratiate into a player. But for 
RJ Hampton, he already has a repeatable and a strong shot mechanic as a jump shooter. And it's already gotten better because he worked with Mike Miller in the offseason to work on his jump shot mechanics. His feet are no longer as close together. It's a little bit less of a slingshot and it's been quickened. So it's not, again, it's not that it's perfect. It's not that he's not going to change it. It's that he had the foundation. He already had the quick release. He already had the rise on his jump shot. He already had the good offhand, the guide hand to be able to, you know, put the ball where it needs to be without obstructing its flight path. He has all of those small things, but he didn't have the rest of the toolbox to be able to put everything together. It was like a piece of Ikea furniture and you just cannot find that fucking Allen wrench to be able to put it together. He has all of the tools and he has the foundation to build from. He is not missing anything and it's all up to him to be able to grow into this. So that's what I mean by strong foundation. He has a very, very nice shot mechanics for a player who is not an efficient shot maker at this time. The thing, the same thing can be said for his handle. It's under control, it's low to the ground, but he dribbles into traffic and doesn't always know what he's going to do with the ball before he makes a move. It's not that he has bad handles, it's that he hasn't learned how to weaponize them and get the most out of those handles at this current time. Again, strong foundation, not refined. But to start from that point, which is a long shot compared to where, in my opinion, Jamal Murray was when he entered the league, Gary Harris when he entered the league, even even Will Barton, he is beyond that level, in my opinion, in terms of a technician as a ball handler. He has a ways to go. He's creative to a point that is nerve-wracking, but you would rather a guy be creative than not be creative. So, again, strong foundation, things to refine. The third thing, again, repeatable shot mechanics, handle under control, and then the third thing is he is already a good finisher at the rim. He's not great. He's not dominant. He's not elite. None of that. Because one, he doesn't have a very good left hand at this point. And two, he relies on his athleticism way too much going to the rim, which is going to hurt him at the NBA level early on. He is no longer playing against groundbound Australians who cannot rise with him at the rim. He is no longer playing AAU. He is no longer playing high school. These are going to be NBA defenders defenders who can play right with him, who are big enough and athletic enough to rise up with him and are strong enough to reject him. And he's never lived or played in an environment like that before. So it's going to take some work. But the fact that he is six foot six with a six nine wingspan with a freakish amount of athleticism and the ability to finish with his right hand in a ton of creative ways, it gives him a foundation to begin with that can allow him to refine his finishing at the rim. That is what makes this so exciting to me is all of these uh, these skills are already in in the in the works and there's nothing negative that exists about them necessarily. They're all just needing to be fine-tuned. This next one, the fourth one, I have less faith in, but I still want to include it just because of the physical gifts that RJ Hampton has. And that is being a terror in passing lanes and being a disruption heavy defender. Um, let's be very honest. He has absolutely no idea what he's doing on defense yet. Like there is a long, long, long path to just teaching RJ Hampton basic defensive principles and how to be able to get used to them at the speed that the NBA presents. That is going to take time, but this is what isn't going to take time. He is six foot six with a six nine wingspan who is getting stronger, who is just, again, lightning quick and one of the fastest players in the league end to end already. So just adding a guy like that on the floor. 
it's going to be very similar to what Michael Porter Jr. was able to add in his rookie season, which was a whole lot of just being big. It's when I yelled tools on Twitter at Matt Moore at HP Basketball on Twitter about Michael Porter Jr. No, Michael Porter Jr. is not a good defender, and he might never be a good defender, and he's not going to be a good defender to start next season. That doesn't mean he doesn't have those tools that can be impactful in the right circumstances. RJ Hampton is very much so in that same vein as Michael Porter Jr. was when he entered the Nuggets lineup last season. So that's going to be a lot of work. He has no defensive fundamentals, doesn't know when to gamble, doesn't know where to be, dies on screens. There's a whole laundry list of things that he does bad on the defensive end of the floor. But every single one of them can be rectified just based on NBA coaching and being able just to teach him fundamentals. So those are my kind of what I call elite skills, is his size, his athletic ability, and the fact that he has so many skills and so many facets already that they might not be elite, but it creates the potential for an elite player. So what are the things that could potentially keep him from becoming that player or allow him to grow into it? I have three swing skills. That's how I'm framing them. The first is three-point shooting. If he becomes just a 35% three-point shooter or better, you don't even have to be anywhere near elite. If he is a borderline threatening three-point shooter to where you can't just sag off and go under every screen, he is going to come off of Nikola Jokic screens like a bat out of hell, flying towards the rim, looking to end people at the rim. That... That combination of skills and personnel around RJ Hampton is truly terrifying because you have Jamal Murray, who, let's be very honest, has become one of the most threatening offensive players in basketball as a scorer. Like, people are going to take him seriously after what he did in the bubble. Then you have Michael Porter Jr., who could literally score from anywhere within half court, is six foot ten, can slash to the rim, has better playmaking than you would imagine, and also is a pretty decent rebounder. So, the uh, the threatening nature of Michael Porter Jr. is also going to draw a lot of, of eyes. And to build on that, there's also the all-NBA center, Nikola Jokic, arguably a top 10 player in all of basketball sitting there to run DHOs with RJ Hampton or Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. or any mix of those players. That combination, that group of guys, regardless of who's at power forward, Michael Green, Paul Millsap, hell, Bull Bull, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter because... It's everything else around them that makes this so terrifying. You cannot leave Jamal Murray if he's an off-ball shooter. You cannot leave Michael Porter Jr. if he's an off-ball shooter. And if you are trying to defend the Nikola Jokic, RJ Hampton dribble handoff by dropping and RJ Hampton can hit that three-pointer, you're dead. If you try and play up the floor and you let RJ Hampton either split the defenders or cut to the rim, you're dead. If you sag too far off, Nikola Jokic doesn't even need to pass the ball. He will just shoot it right there and you are dead there is nothing you can do if rj hampton is a 35 three-point shooter and he has optimized versions of jamal murray nikola Jokic, and michael porter jr on the floor with him that is just a destructive offensive group they can do whatever they want with that kind of a group and man i just 
cannot get any more excited about it. That's why his three-point shooting is so important. If you can just sag off everything, then it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, he's not going to be able to get to the rim at the way he always has in his career because you're going to get the kind of treatment that a lot of teams are doing now where it's one, two, or even sometimes three like waves of bodies for you to get through to get to the rim to then score. It makes it a not inefficient shot, but not the kind of contested look you want to be taking when there are other options on the court. So that three-point shot will be huge. Uh, the next thing is defensive impact, and this is going to be potentially even bigger for the Nuggets' overall um, ability to win games because the, the offense will be there. I mean, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. should be able to score whenever the hell they want. But defensively, you have some big issues still because Michael Porter Jr. has no idea what the hell he's doing, who knows where he'll end up. And Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, despite how hard they play, have clear deficiencies just based on the kind of players they are. If RJ Hampton can become a six foot six with a six foot nine wingspan, two hundred and ten pound shooting guard who is able to defend three positions, switch, contain, and even be disruptive off the ball then you suddenly have the makeup of a team that can play strong team defense with an elite defender on the court alongside them, whether it's, you know, a Jeremy Grant type at power forward, whatever it ends up being. Paul Millsap, Jermichael Green could kind of fill that role, but... The idea of what he could be defensively is incredibly tantalizing. And if he's not that defensive player, you put a gigantic cap on the type of player that RJ Hampton can be. The third swing skill is not even necessarily a skill. It's just buying into his role. The dude has been a prodigy at every level. It's very similar to Michael Porter Jr. in this regard as well. Is he going to be willing to be patient and wait for his role to come to him and to continue working hard and to stay ready and to grow as much as he can in the meantime despite just watching everyone play basketball from the bench instead of playing himself? This is going to be so, so so important to his overall ability to translate to the NBA level. I am not going to make any kind of stance on it because I don't know him well enough at this point. I haven't talked to enough people who have been able to talk to him because of the coronavirus impact on the draft processes. So I don't, I just don't know. I have heard he has an ego, but again, everybody in the NBA has some level of ego because you kind of have to have that edge to be able to make it this far. So we'll have to wait and see. Michael Porter Jr. bought in. If Michael Porter Jr. can buy in, then anybody can buy in. But if he doesn't, you have real bust potential there. Um, let's talk about a couple worrisome aspects of his game, which is, one, he has a long way to go to learn how to play defense. It could happen fast because, again, he has all of the skills you could ever hope for physically. But there's a lot to learn for him defensively of just where to be, how to be able to get around screens, the fundamental footwork that is needed to be able to contain on the perimeter, not crossing your feet, yada, yada, yada. It's going to be a lot for him to get to that level. And then the second thing, which I just, which I just spoke about, which is being patient, growing into his role and being willing to play a small role until he earns a bigger one. Um, I added this to worrisome just because it represents the biggest bust potential. Again, I don't know him well enough to say either way, what is more likely than the other, but if it does go badly, then that is one of the most worrisome things that can happen for the Nuggets. So, let's talk about this best-case scenario again. And RJ Hampton buys into being this ideal shooting guard. He becomes a decent, if not great, defender um, because of his physical tools and because he dedicated himself. He develops into a 35% three-point shooter. 
Denver then has the potential for four all-stars in their starting lineup. That is not crazy. That is very much so on the table for the best case scenario. Again, I'm not saying it's not crazy right now. It is crazy right now to talk about it in that regard, but we're only talking about best case scenarios right now. And that is on the table, man. And if suddenly somehow Bull Bull also pans out and he can start at the four and you're starting Jamal Murray, RJ Hampton, Michael Porter Jr., Bull Bull, and Nikola Jokic, I mean, what the hell? I mean, you literally had the potential for five all-star caliber players on the court at the same time in the starting lineup. That is what you need to do if you're the Denver Nuggets. If you don't have the ability to sign free agents and Jeremy Grant leaves after going to the Western Conference Finals and being offered the same damn money and you still couldn't keep them you draft these guys and you do everything you can to keep as much talent on this roster as you can and now the Nuggets kind of have a young core for their young core and that's an incredibly happy place to be for the Nuggets so that's kind of where I'm looking at this things could go so well with RJ Hampton in Denver but it fully fully requires RJ Hampton to buy into doing these things so we'll have to wait and see that's my spiel we're going to take our second break tell you about Ben online and we will close out the podcast in the next segment Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads to totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures every single day. Head to BetOnline today and take full advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you guys again for sticking around and supporting this podcast. Thank you to Indeed and Bet Online for consistently being a supporter of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Thank you to everybody who has shared or subscribed or left a five-star review or left a comment or told their friend or retweeted on fucking Twitter, whatever it is. Thank you guys so much for supporting this show as much as you have. This is literally what I'm going to be doing. If you guys can't tell, I'm ramping up the podcast in a massive way and I'm really enjoying it. I love being able just to chop it up about hoops in a very uh, relaxed but still important way and being able to convey important information in a way that is just fun and 
I just, I'm really appreciative. You know, today is Thanksgiving. If you're going to give thanks, I am so thankful for this podcast and for this job. So thank you guys so much for continually allowing me to do this podcast, for supporting it, for watching those downloads just keep getting better and better and better and allowing me to be part of your Nuggets situation and your Nuggets fandom. That's really cool. And I really cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So, but This has been the Rocky Mountain Hoops Podcast, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. It no longer is going to be on milehighsports.com, so subscribe to the Rocky Mountain Hoops Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, please go leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Go leave a review. All of those things really help get the podcast a little bit more out there than it originally was. But for me, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you had a good week. Uh, let's get into hoops. We're almost there. We're only a few days away from training camp. So this is going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be a sprint to the start of the season. So stick with Rocky Mountain Hoops. We're not going anywhere and keep wearing a mask. Keep staying safe. And we'll talk to you guys later.